San Diego has joined the ranks of cities with a Michelin star restaurant. Addison at the Fairmont Grand Del Mar won the distinction from the French Food Guide. The award comes at a time of change in the San Diego food scene as the region has started to gain more attention from elite food circles. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Michelle Parente, you're a features writer for the Union Tribune, and you cover all things food. And there was some really big food news just last night. So why don't you explain how important is this award that Addison got? Oh, it was uh, super important, I think, not just for Addison, but for San Diego. So the Michelin Guide is basically the Bible of the food-obsessed all over the world, and I sort of count myself as one of them. I have been known to travel uh, to a restaurant very far away because it's got a great Michelin rating. Um, And so it's going to bring people to San Diego. It's going to bring recognition to San Diego. And it's really a validation of the unbelievable quality of Addison. So what's the process that basically one goes through to be considered for this award? No idea. So it is the most mysterious organization. They have anonymous inspectors. Um, You know, they contacted a bunch of people throughout San Diego County, the fact checkers asking for information packets and photos. And so everyone, you know, immediately assumed, oh, I'm getting a Michelin star. Well, that didn't turn out to be the case at all. And then, you know, they have this list called the Bib Gourmand, which are supposed to be, you know, for more affordable Mm -hmm. hidden gems. And um, we had eight restaurants on that list. And so but that meant that they were automatically knocked out of contention for a star. So that was the only truth we knew until last night's reveal ceremony in Huntington Beach. And it was very much like a over the top ceremony with an MC and a Michelin man walking around. And anyway, it was lots of champagne flowing, lots of you know, super high-powered chefs, Mm -hmm. Jose Andres, Ludo Lefebvre, Michael Mina. Um, Anyway, it was was really quite the scene. Yeah, and I I kind of feel like whoever made the hors d'oeuvres there was probably very nervous. Oh, I will say that I had them, a couple in the (laughs) cocktail hour. They were really good, but we were sort of laughing like, who is going to cook for these people? Yeah. (laughs) So why do you think Addison won? What were the factors that made it the winner? Well, Addison was the only shoe-in in San Diego. Everybody said if any one restaurant is going to get a Michelin star, it's going to be Addison. And why that is, is that, um, you know, objectively, it has all of the ingredients that Michelin inspectors look for. It's mm-hmm. super luxurious. The service is amazing. It's formal. It's trained. They've got a huge wine collection. The food is French. That doesn't hurt. And William Bradley, the executive chef, is classically trained in French technique. So those are the objective qualities. But I think subjectively, it was recognized because it is amazingly delicious. And the experience there is unlike any in San Diego. When you're there, you feel like you're eating in one of the top restaurants in the world. And in a weird way, it kind of seems... 
counter to the broader San Diego scene in which we like things that are casual and open. Exactly. And this is almost like an old world kind of way of dining. It is. Even though his cooking is very modern and not at all sort of stuck in some time warp. Um, but it is a, a different kind of experience that most San Diegans have um, on a, you know, anytime you go out to dinner here. You know, my sister, for example, she just moved here and mm-hmm. she's always saying, how do I dress? And I look at her and I say, it's San Diego, right? Because that's how we dress, yep. good or bad. It is a different type of restaurant. Um, but And I think that, that the Michelin inspectors are having a little bit of trouble figuring out this whole sort of SoCal scene of, you know, no white tablecloths, communal tables, shared plates, lots of Baja-inspired plates, Asian ingredients, everything is all mixed up, very Mm -hmm. multicultural here. Um, But they know quality when they taste it. So, yeah, we're hoping that um, eventually they'll sort of come around more to what California cuisine is about. And it is a French company, so it does kind of like have those biases built in, in a sense. Yes. And, you know, so the restaurants that they rate all over the world, like in Italy, you know, their starred restaurants are unlike what most Italian restaurants are like. They're super Mm -hmm. formal. You know, a lot of them use molecular gastronomy. That is not how Italians eat either. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. it it makes sense. And you also have a piece coming out soon, which you kind of lay your criticism down and you do tell us what went right, what went wrong. So I guess for you, top level, what did Michelin miss? Okay. I do not think that Addison is a one-star restaurant. I think it is at minimum a two-star restaurant. And so I think that was a big mistake on their part. Now, you know, I was talking to a bunch of people and everybody was saying that you know, they make you earn it. They're not just going to come in to a city for the very first time and, you know, award two stars. Two stars is huge because the top is three. Mm-hmm. What that did, though, was because Addison has no peers, because Addison got one star, it shut out every other restaurant in San Diego because there's no restaurant that's comparable to it. So no one else was going to get a star. And so I think there's a category of restaurants that was just completely overlooked. And I think that's a, that's a big deal. There are 90 restaurants with a star in the new Michelin Guide California. Mm-hmm. One of them is from San Diego. Yeah, that seems certainly strange. With the second largest city, you'd expect us to have more. Right. And I don't just think, you know, we've always been considered a little bit of a backwater culinarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to take a lot to change that reputation, clearly. And when looking at San Diego's food scene broadly, what do you see as the things that are changing the most that could get us more attention from these more traditional elite organizations that are paying attention to what we make? Right. Which, you know, some will argue, who cares if they're paying attention, if the food is good? And I think right now the food is better in San Diego than it's ever been. So, Michelin maybe missed the boat somewhat, and so what? But I do think that um, it is making people strive to get better. It's also bringing talent in. So just a month ago, we had um, a father and son from Calabria in Italy 
uh, come to Il Dandi at Bankers Hill, and they have a Michelin star in Calabria. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Michael Mina is opening one of his gazillion restaurants here in San Diego in July. I do think it's going to bring a lot of people from out of town. It's going to bring a lot more talent to San Diego. And I think it's going to bring a lot of people maybe even from L.A. to eat here. Yeah, things are changing. (laughs) Also, there's the awards you mentioned earlier, the Bib Gourmands. Right. How impactful is that to those growing restaurants? Well, you know, the funny thing is none of them are really growing restaurants. Mm -hmm. They're all sort of established. I think Lola 55 was about the only one that was super new and maybe a little bit under the radar. Um, But it's also like a chic taqueria. It's not sort of a street taqueria kind of place. And so that sort of fits into the whole Michelin brand. Um, It will bring business. Um, As somebody mentioned to me, and I put it in my story today, you know, a lot of people think starred restaurants are for special occasions, but a Mm -hmm. big gourmand, it's like, hey, it's Tuesday. Let's check this out. But the inexplicable thing is that at least three of those eight restaurants are not only super well-known, they're expensive. Mm -hmm. And the Bib Gourmand is supposed to be two courses and a glass of wine for $40. Kettner Exchange, Juniper and Ivy, El Jardin, good luck eating two courses and drinking a glass of wine and getting away with a check for $40. It's just not going to happen. Maybe if you sit at the bar and Mm -hmm. share a couple of appetizers and order a beer, that could work. You know, wine in restaurants by the glass is very expensive. We don't really understand. Maybe it was just a way because Addison was going to be the only star. Mm -hmm. They wanted to recognize these restaurants in some way. Maybe they'll be up for a star in the future, which would be great. And also, aside from Michelin, is there any other organization that kind of answered this question as what is amazing food but doesn't have these fine dining expectations? Or is there no kind of like you know, mid-tier hmm. group? Well, I'm sure there are, you know, there's Yelp, yeah. um, <laughs> which is, you know, democratic-ish. Um, but the the most sort of respected recognition in the industry, and I guess maybe I'm looking at it too much from an industry perspective and not a diner's perspective, are the James Beard uh, Foundation Awards, <laughs> the world's 50 best restaurants, and the food and wine best chef designations. Um, Those are all very sort of insular. They go to a lot of the same people year after year. Um, We're often shut out of those as well. Um, But I do think, you know, hopefully that's changing. Now that it's been a day to think about the news, what is your biggest takeaway? You know, I know I sound sort of negative, and I think my story that my analysis is going to come off that way because I was very disappointed for San Diego. But I really do think it's a great achievement, and I think it's exciting, and it's a, a great first step. Um, it just sort of shows how far we have to go, though, to be recognized for what's happening here. And hopefully this is the first step of many more awards in the future. Yes, let's hope so. I'll drink to that. All right, Michelle Parente, thank you so much. Thank you. In other news, San Diego blockchain startup XY has laid off half of its staff. The startup cited too many projects and not enough executive focus as its reason for downsizing. 
The company has raised nearly $16 million by selling its crypto tokens online to both accredited and unaccredited investors. But that wasn't enough to sustain the 80 workers. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. On weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of our local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the Flash Briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to sandiegouniontribune.com slash podcasts. Until next time.